0: This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today we're going to have another very interesting show in that I have invited back a guest that we have had before that was very popular here on A Better World's Airwaves. That is Kat James. Kat is an award-winning author, a health journalist, and syndicated radio host who's been called a master of self-transformation by Self Magazine after her own dramatic health transformation by overcoming a life-threatening autoimmune and an eating disorder. Her controversial and pioneering dietary method, now recommended at top neurological, fertility, functional medicine, bariatric, and metabolic clinics, has left countless dramatic success stories in its wake and has been featured at top spas and institutions as well as on Today, Fox and PBS as well as A Better World. She is the author of the book the Truth About Beauty, a beautiful book, by the way, that is very educational and really takes you step by step through the, the maze of nutritional disinformation and, in some ways, and in some cases, propaganda, uh, as well as just simple misunderstanding and the misinformation And guidance that comes from that. So a woman who has actually been through it herself through her own trials and tribulations in dealing with a very serious eating disorder at a very early age is going to be joining me today to talk about how to heal through food, through nutrition, through lifestyle and the way it can be done and we'll be dealing with a series of very interesting subjects. So you from all over the world that listen to A Better World every week, I am so glad you're joining and this is going to be another show with Cat James on leptin, health, fitness and beauty that you really don't want to miss and you should be glad that we are going to have Cat joining us again today. So Cat James, welcome to A Better World. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Great to be back on, Mitchell. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, you've been doing such excellent work and your nutritional uh, work really pivots upon and around a particular hormone, a master hormone at that, that you basically, you know, tripped upon in your own inner work and discovery and inquiry at a relatively early age and you've been on this path, of course, for some 20 plus years and helping literally thousands of people through your retreats and your uh, panels. You've been on my nutritional panel at the New Life Expos now for the past several yeah. years. And, you've, and the book has been so impactful in your radio show, of course. So first, if you would, just unpack for our audience, what is leptin? It's not well known. And what is its effects? And how come it's not better known in our medical and nutritional communities?
1: What I want to do, uh, if, if I may, is, is I think nothing can communicate that better than when, when there was no name for it and had not been discovered yet or identified yet in the science, in the labs over at Rockefeller University by uh, Dr. Jeffrey Friedman and his team in 1994. In 1990, I almost died from liver failure after a 12-year eating disorder, autoimmune mm-hmm. disorders, and I saved myself from that by waking up, and and, uh, I I just don't know what made me say no to the horrible autoimmune uh, immunosuppressing drug that I was supposed to take, that I truly believe if I had gone that path, I wouldn't be here. I truly believe that. Uh, I was already on my way out, and my liver was failing rapidly from the eating disorder. So I I thank the powers be, uh, the good ones, that is that I yeah. was able to get out of that. <laughs> we have to make that yeah. situation nowadays, don't we? Oh, my um, gosh. And, and, and so I so got out of that To reverse. explain
0: how happy we are that you yes. managed to get insightful enough to pull yourself out through knowledge.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and what's amazing is that knowledge, as you and I both know, is often found in the last place that we would look for it and in those days I didn't, you know, I, I would go to health food stores, uh, to get my raw food desserts of which I would eat, you know, four or five of them in one sitting. Uh, and, but I didn't go into the supplement aisle and of course all of our programming says, you know, Hey, you're really suffering from something serious. Don't, you know, go for herbs because that's not, not, I, I was brainwashed into that way of thinking. And so I, um, Luckily, walked into a health food store when I knew, after reading at a bookstore, this is before the internet, how bad uh, the immunosuppressing drugs were on every level. Uh, I I just said I don't, I can't do this, and I found myself looking at the books at my beloved health food stores here in New York City, and uh, I started reading about my failing liver, and they all were talking about the same kind of herbs, milk thistle, and alpha lipoic acid and all of these things and and uh i i did this and long story short three trips back to my liver specialist new york hospital and my liver enzymes were normal he was shocked he he, when i started telling him what i did i didn't even believe that it was because of the natural approach he hit his Mm -hmm. desk and made me leave his office and i went back to the store started reading all these books uh, you know, and in none of these books did I read about Lefton, by the way, and in none of these books did I read about what was going to happen to me. So, which was mm-hmm. uh, just an unbelievable, uh, try by feel. Um, I had yes this ram this raising, after all, you were a makeup had-
0: artist. You were not a nutritionist. Like, and that's, right. and that's the other kick in the butt. If that's you don't right. mind my saying
1: working, <laughs> working with all these G- Giselle like models of which I did not feel like uh, I was a member of the same species even. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and so during so I've got this I mean I mean seriously heroin like uh, eating disorder, and we know yes. that because burnout dopamine receptors uh, and and brain scans of eating disorder people whether it's binging or or any other drug like use of food or any vice the brain scans are the same as heroin users you've got these burnout dopamine receptors so that's just something that becomes a little In more relevant words, though, later on.
0: Are you suggesting that the the receptors are burned out, that they are sort of depleted of their receptivity because they've been overrun and overused?
1: They don't don't do their job, exactly, overrun and overused and that yeah. comes from constant, um, what has been made even a nutritional norm of massive spiking of insulin and this hormone I'll talk about more in a minute, electin, Uh and th- th- we spike them constantly. And this used to be, back in 1990 when I did it, not everybody did that. It was not commonplace. Food was not weaponized <laughs> and now we've got <laughs> weaponized food and so without you know just in child play we can blast out our dopamine uh, receptors and it changes our motivation as well it changes well our now it's by
0: design cat now it's yes. you know yeah, exactly it's deliberate. You let it out yeah. of
1: the back exactly and yeah. so uh so i start to i, I it was just two odd incidences of, of eating differently than i usually did and i was eating low fat and, and fat-free things, and and uh, I had two traveling incidents as a makeup artist, went to L.A., got checked into the hotel, there was no room service, went to the mini bar, I wasn't going to eat the candy bar, and wound up eating uh, a fatty item, the nuts, and believe me, these nuts today would completely ruin my leptin function, so this is not the answer, but it made mm-hmm. me feel differently. Uh, in the morning, I felt differently from having eaten that fat. And then I had the same feeling, only a much more pronounced feeling of of even energy and calm mood and no thoughts of food even at lunchtime when I had created this absolutely horrible tasting batch of my bread and my Vitamix using, uh, you know, buckwheat groats and, and wheat berries and I had soybeans in there. It was like not palatable. And uh yes. didn't deserve to be palatable palatable, of course, knowing what I know about <laughs> soybeans now. And um, so but anyway I was determined not to waste this fourteen dollar I'm only
0: laughing for- to keep myself from crying, by the way. It's not new <laughs>
1: understand. <laughs> exactly. And uh and so I had this brick like loaf of bread and I thought, How do I make this palatable? I tried toasting the pieces and even me, and I, I was very open-minded, and uh, but it was still not palatable. So I found a little crinkled-up piece of butter in my refrigerator and put it on this, you know, little little puck that I was going to try to consume. And so I had it, and then and then the funny thing that happened was, is I had already overcome, uh, and through different therapies had stopped the binge eating, I didn't realize that I still had this up-down energy and also slightly obsessive thinking process that many normal, quote-unquote, normal people who've never binged and never had eating problems, they think is normal. And I thought it was normal until the first day that it wasn't there. And 2 o'clock came. I hadn't even thought about food. It was though my head was floating up above my body, not even attached to it. There was no subtle energy drop before lunch and thoughts of what what whole grain am I going to have for lunch and this and that. And uh, I was amazed. I go, what happened? I've never had 2 o'clock come. And I, and I thought, well, I'll put that butter on it tomorrow. I'm going to put butter on both sides and have just one piece of toast. And that's what I did the next day. <laughs> That was my scientific experiment. And uh, the right. same exact feeling, the same exact miraculous feeling. For the next year and a half, I said, I've got to replicate this 24-7. I've got to be able to live in this peace 24-7. because it's sure enough butter. You know, it's,
0: butter. Yeah. And, and it's, it's butter. I can't believe it's butter.
1: That's right. <laughs> and so the thing is, is that um, the foods that interfered and, and took away that magical feeling were very... Uh, surprising and uh, a lot of foods. Such that as. I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 bear, I hesitate to even say it right now because if you are eating some of the foods I'm about to mention and you are, have upgraded from the standard American diet to those foods, then congratulations. I don't want to stop what I call your process of shedding. It's a cycle. Mm. We have upgrades, we make upgrades when we're ready to do them and not Mm -hmm. before that time. So if you are upgrading, and even to a vegetarian diet like I did, seven years vegetarian, it was an upgrade from the, you know, the Diet Coke and combos and Dunkin' Donuts and Little Debbie's and and plastic cheese and fake mayonnaise and fake butter and crap Mm. that I was consuming as a young person in Michigan. I grew up on plastic, so by the time I moved to New York and saw – you know, my first real food, I remember being on a photo shoot and seeing my first watercress. And I'm like, what, twins <laughs> and bark for lunch? And, um, I mean, like Amazing. I had never seen any arugula or anything. In my grocery store, it was like iceberg lettuce and parsley were the only greens. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, this is before, you know, you started seeing the baby greens in all of the places, et cetera. And, uh, and so what I'm saying is, Yes, I'm going to tell you some super surprising things that interfered. I was on something very close to Joel Furman, or something close to, uh, you know, forks over knives and and this Mm -hmm. kind of thing, okay, and no Mm meat for seven years. And um, when Mm -hmm. I, at the end of this year and a half where I wanted to replicate this feeling 24-7, by the time I finally replicated this unbelievable sense of calmness and peace and, by the way, had lost probably uh, maybe five dress sizes by that time, started uh, 18 on top, 20 on the bottom, uh, wound up uh, four on the top and six on the bottom, or even two, two on the top and and four on the bottom. And uh, by the time it was all done, and we're talking a person who taught six or seven dance classes a week as a hopelessly fat-storing machine who looked at food and gained weight, Mm-hmm. versus a person who was eating fully until satiety and had my first incidence of absolute shut-off appetite, which was surreal, to forget I had even plated myself food, I, to forget that half, have half of it sitting there after a phone call and forget that I was even in the middle of eating when the phone rang or to mm-hmm. come home and see something in the microwave. Yeah, I used a microwave back then. Uh, to <laughs> see it sitting in the microwave when I walked back in, the, that was surreal for someone with an eating disorder, surreal. My relationship totally. with food just changed beyond recognition. I hear the same thing from other people who didn't even really have the kind of eating disorder that I did, that, they just, that they're just they looking at something mouthwatering and cannot eat another bite. So on that, you know, I have to tell the audience, Kat,
0: I have to tell them that I know Cat and have spent time. We've spent time together in person here in New York City. And Cat, when she tells the story of being four dress sizes larger, you almost ten wonder if sizes. she's that telling ten the Ten dress
1: sizes larger oh, than please. I am. Oh, please!
0: Oh, don't do it. She is. She <laughs> is youthful looking. She is gorgeous, and I don't want to say skinny. I want to say fit. She's like a fiddle. I mean, like a. Sculpted body you have, and I mean, it's almost unbelievable to think of you as ten sizes larger. Yeah. It's, it's like if I would almost suspect see, that you're lying to me. It's so yeah, dramatic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I have people; they can go online and Google Cat James and look at before and after images. But yeah. I have people that came to my talks that I gave in my hometown in St. Joseph, Michigan. And they said, I came here just because I didn't believe it was you. And I remember this this uh, wow. friend of mine in, in high school, Brian, Brian S., who I was standing right in front of him. Uh, it was during like a, a holiday, and we went to the the place where all of the people would always go, this one bar. Of course, I don't drink at all, but mm-hmm. we went there. And um, he was there, and he got right in front of me, and I'm talking to him, and I had no imagining that he wouldn't even believe it was me after talking to him, and he just he he used some profanity words. You are not, and and he just <laughs> even after talking with him, he still didn't believe yes. me. And I had yes. a someone who, who carded me when I was forty something. I'm, I'm fifty now, and he mm. carded me at a bar and was angry at me. He carded me, and and then I and, and I had a hat on. And uh, a useful outfit, and and he, he and I told him, I, I, you know, thanks for carding me. I'm 40, and he just looked <laughs> at me. And he he was like, what kind of crap are you giving me? Get out of here, you know.
0: And oh, my, uh, the jaw and This dropped. is from
1: at 19, as people see when they look up Cat James and and Google those photos. They also also go to my website, InformedBeauty.com. So it's 1998. Yes.
0: And, yeah.
1: uh, and they will look at my before picture. That was me at 19. And at 19, I can honestly say I look still older than I do now at 50. Mm. And uh, this is something Remarkable. that leptin does, massive effects on the hormone. And before I get into the what leptin is and then the hormonal piece of it,
0: yes, let me just please. finish
1: by saying there are a set of symptoms. And you see leptin books. And the people who are writing them have are usually runners or skinny people. And there's a, the, the it's a frontier. The whole dietary piece and the guidelines that I'm seeing would not be something I can even do or or give with a conscience to the retreat attendees that I've been seeing for 17 years. I've been doing this myself in this leptin sensitive state which i only learned about in 2004 but i've been in this state probably for the longest time of any human walking the earth and that is 27 years other than what i call tarzan types which are people that their genes their genetics are so strong and each uh each generation that abuses and eats the wrong kind of foods is making it impossible for the for the next generation to stay leptin-sensitive, by the way. Absolutely. But anyway, so... But, but so wait a minute, yeah. you
0: bring something in interesting up here. You discovered leptin uh, and its activity in 2004, but for 10 years before that, through your experience of eating the butter in L.A. and that whole, everything that generated out of that... Yeah. You actually had yes, harnessed you already yeah, I had began harnessed a it. process,
1: yeah, yeah, I had harnessed this way of feeling, and all I did was say, "This is unbelievable," and people in the fashion world watched me shrink and said, "What are you doing?" because I was known, God, yes. I was snickered at. I would go into powder people. I remember working for Women's World magazine, and, and it was always the same French. I dreaded going there because it was a French crew, and the assistants would snicker and say things when I would go into powder the model because my back, oh, I was my. called human pair. I also did some performing and had to, you know, drop those aspirations. I, I was a, yes. a competitive singer in the operatic role, but also Uh, a a very good performer, and as I said, I taught six or seven dance classes a week as a person who looked at food and gained weight and was hopelessly pear-shaped to being a person who Mm. sat on that same hopelessly pear-shaped rear end for seven years to write my book, The Truth About Beauty, and lost weight by sitting down and eating more. And this (laughs) is amazing. I mean, my rear end moving. We're
0: eating more eating and moving less—you're implying
1: moving almost none. I got to be honest, and and yeah, movement is great. It moves lymph. Uh, it it's antidepressant, but even Time Magazine had to admit this is not a good weight loss thing. The it's nutritional and hormonal as far as weight yes. loss, but and even muscle yes. gain, as the uh, trainer season three of the Biggest Loser found out when she attended my program last summer, she said mm-hmm. that I never had, and she turned around all of her Cushing's uh, symptoms, I mean, unbelievably, and we're telling her story in Better Nutrition Magazine in a couple of months, uh, and, and she had an unbelievable uh, muscle gain and fat loss, and I was telling you uh, the other day, the fitness models and a Met player yes. and, uh, from around the world are seeing muscle-to-fat ratio changes independent, and not just independent of exercise, but on much less exercise when they regain the function of this hormone that yes i didn't learn about until 2004 so i have this incredible um, moment in this year and a half trial and error mission to make this feeling of peace and also this not caring about food uh, sensation uh, last 24 7 because i could get it to go for a few hours and then of course i would eat some certain things and and it turned out uh, to, when I finally kept on saying, well, oh, my gosh, I love my blueberries. I mean, bananas were gone right away. But uh, mm-hmm. I even I even had an interruption in this uh, biochemical effect when I would have blueberries. That's not going to be the case with everybody. Some people are what I call Tarzan types, and they'll be able to yeah. have a few different things. But if you yeah. still have belly fat, if you have bad sleep, interrupted sleep, if you wake up groggy, if you need central nervous system stimulants in the afternoon you are metabolically challenged and you need to go further and many things that Adam and Eve can eat and that were put on this earth that were lovely uh, are foods that will take you out of an even more important biochemical uh, state which everyone is supposed to be in at all times and that is not only insulin sensitivity but leptin sensitivity do we want to raise leptin no do we take leptin as a pill no uh, we are wanting to just make it work again, and it's circulating in the body from a fat, uh, 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 the fat cells, So, it, and also now they're suspecting there are other sources for it, but the ones that we've identified are the white fat cells that produce leptin, and it circulates, and it reaches the brain, but... Most people walking the uh this country, the United States certainly, uh, have no uh function of leptin anymore, and that is because the hypothalamus, just like the dopamine receptors, the receptors are burnout out and not accepting, not getting the signaling from leptin or insulin uh, anymore. So, uh, although tell those us cells first those are not, if you would,
0: what what is the role of function of leptin in the body. And then we'll circle back to the way it gets desensitized and then resensitized.
1: Sure. Um, And uh, and just a long story short, the minute that this set of symptoms happened, which will lead me into the role of leptin, a set Mm -hmm. of symptoms happened to me when I reached a tipping point it wasn't incremental. People say, "Oh, I eat less and less sugar." Congratulations, that's awesome. You know, there are millions of things that people who say they aren't eating sugar are still eating that turn rapidly into sugar, especially if they're metabolically challenged. Just to let you know that, but mm-hmm. uh, that circulating leptin is always there, and there's more of it if you have more fat. Uh, but again, it's not being read. And so, to say what the cause or what the role of leptin is is, it is still unfathomable with with 8,000 studies, we know that it dominates energy intake and output and tells the body, tells the brain how to signal the body to either do what it takes to put more weight and muscle on or take it off so that you have optimal reproduction and survivability and agility. That's Mm. what we know the most, that it's its a critical role. It is a fat sensor. Insulin is a sugar sensor. Mm-hmm. M4 is a protein sensor, uh, so these are different things, and uh, it senses fat. And so, uh, but it, it will, the very same things that will lower your insulin and therefore bring back sensitivity to insulin will do the same with leptin, only you need to go further to bring back leptin sensitivity. Uh, and so now the other role that we know, it dominates hormone balance. It dominates thyroid function. Mm. I'm just going to do a little silence after that because people don't understand that they have found out that there's more impact on thyroid function and even microbial balance coming from leptin function. Yes, and it's that it's dominated by leptin function or malfunction. In fact, even Mm. the slimness bacteria started to overtake the obesity bacteria when leptin function was regained. When leptin function was regained, apoptosis of malignant. And I just looked up this up, found the same thing as far as lymphomas as I even as I found with other proliferative cancers that you must look up. I'm making certainly you know implying no no uh, cure or anything. Just look up leptin, and it will say elevated leptin is is a an, a factor. In uh, hematological cancers as well as other proliferative cancers. So, mm. if your leptin function is so, low, in other words, blood yeah.
0: cancer, lung cancer, breast cancer, really any organ-based cancer.
1: I I, I cannot say um, all organ-based cancers. I can only tell you that they have related. Leptin and apoptosis. So uh, you want programmed cancer cell death. That's apoptosis. But elevated leptin interferes with it. What is and apoptosis? And people are so confused. it is programmed the body's ability to, to do programmed cancer cell death? Uh, Interesting. And green tea extract, for example, uh, contributes yes. to apoptosis. Okay. But what is it? Uh, many apoptosis? turmeric. But pardon. What well, what is it so, though? Apoptosis. Apoptosis. Well, it is apoptosis. programmed cancer cell death. That's what apoptosis oh. is, is programmed cancer cell suicide in the body, which is actually a state of normalcy. We are supposed to have oh. these actions, and uh, elevated leptin interferes with it, okay? I and so you're going to yes. so much a confusion okay. about leptin that they, they gave leptin to rodents and they lost weight in 1994, four years after I harnessed this hormone unknowingly in my body and shrank yes. the tenderest that. And uh, and so they then thought, we're going to make a billion, zillion dollar drug with leptin. They couldn't do it. Why? Same reason you can't just give insulin to a bunch of people and hope for the best. Is People are going to become insensitive to insulin. And so you see so much disinformation online, both about how to achieve leptin sensitivity and also even uh, disinformation about, you'll even see lists of foods that raise leptin. Like, that's a good thing. A, they're trying to actually show you foods that are good for leptin sensitivity, and they're blowing that too uh, because it is an unknown frontier, literally something that cannot be studied in the lab. That's why you see nothing except for population studies. As far as dietary studies, although the largest studies, three times the very largest studies in existence have shown without a shadow of a doubt that going lower and lower carbs and the lowest carb is the best for all aspects of disease and going very low carb is now being used as cancer treatment so it is being used as cancer treatment you can look at very low carb diets vl cd uh, and cancer you can look up leptin and cancer and and read what i uh, shared about the apoptosis etc and so um but to the so when you're talking about aspect, carbs yes, are you talking
0: ahead. about any carbs, or are you talking about those derived from um, from refined sugars, et cetera? Any carbs, and, and any carbs,
1: that's the myth. That's the myth that the only thing we have to watch out is refined. That's not true. And this is uh, what makes us different than primitive man, and which is why we will spike our blood sugar on the typical paleo diet as it is executed in modern times. There's excess mm-hmm. protein there, excess protein turns to sugar. Uh, no one would think about, you know, Excess cooking uh, turns to
0: sugar, and you know yes. vegetables have a, f- you know, t- different vegetables are different starches. Oh, a, a of side course.
1: of cooked vegetables with if the fat ratios are not, the, and you get yourself to where the body is actually functioning correctly. If you're very metabolically challenged, uh, a mushy side of green beans uh, could actually throw you out of leptin sensitivity. So everyone has their own threshold, and I'm the only person who teaches this by feel and not by number because numbers get exploited carb numbers uh you know if i were to do an atkins i'd be looking at my eating disorder returning in about five days Mm. and uh and so what people people need to do is that that's because because i'm gonna you're gonna exploit all the loopholes there are zillions of foods on any other uh, leptin diet or Atkins or low carb or paleo Mm -hmm. that over Mm -hmm. my 17 years of living along with people five to 10 days at a time, six to eight times a year have seen are going to be exploited. And I mean, Without, uh, without any doubt, uh, these foods mm-hmm. uh, by the people who need to avoid certain things the most or the people that are the most uh, vulnerable, metabolically challenged, uh, and have not only the blood sugar issues but also those dopamine burnout, dopamine issues, which cause us to seek outside stimulation and drugs, uh, whether it be you know too much gambling or sex or or um, thrills, or, or food. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. still affects the dopamine path, the pre- the pleasure, reward. Dopamine, them, it's, a re- it's
0: adrenal exhaustion. It could be cortisol levels. That will, that will, raise, that will come with it
1: because it will definitely yeah. exhaust your adrenals, the process of, of burning out your dopamine receptors. And then sure. the, once the adrenals are taxed, the uh, thyroid gets taxed. The Absolutely. sleep is interrupted even from apnea. And all of these things, I'm just going to say it, uh, they reverse when you are resensitized to left. It's beyond anyone's imagining. Anyone who's listening is not going to be able to imagine the reversals that happen. Not only in uh, sleep interruptions, how they feel in the morning, their anxiety, uh, because it, it balances when you regain leptin function, balances the sep- the, uh, the uh, nervous system. So the sympathetic yes. and parasympathetic are balanced back in favor we of the said. parasympathetic. Give it, which is why digestion comes back. Sleep comes back, anti-anxiety goes almost immediately. And this is, I I did not give up six-figure contract after contract, which came to me, you know, Maybelline spokesperson, then Max Factor, then Revlon. I was the most sought after, the most quoted beauty expert of the last half of the 90s, and I gave up the most unbelievable. I was an absolute shoe in for my own makeup line. I was being approached by Revlon. uh, and, And I gave it up, not to tell you anything that blows smoke. Not to tell you that any of this is an exaggeration or that I am, I'm not going to draw on, like, yeah. uh, exceptions. I'm going to tell you the rule and, uh, you know, what's typical. There are a few exceptions, and that's when there's drug interference such as HCG uh, and, uh, antibi- you know, antibiotic. And, and yet there's this incredible recovery in people who have abused and have very off-balance uh, microbial, you know, ecosystems in their bodies, uh, and people who have had a lot of past abuse. This is their greatest comeback. And I'll go head to toe with me. uh, My skin is a different person's skin. So I just thought, (laughs) I was like 10 years old, that I just had to have these rashes, these horrible peeling, oozing uh, rashes on my chin and crepey eyelids, scaly legs, little like spider eggy things on the side of my nose, and uh, flaky eyebrows. I just thought, hey, that's me, different human. And uh, and then so the, the blurry vision after binges and canker sores, I just thought that's how it is. You know, I use this, this stuff called Chanka and ambusol daily basis. Uh, no more. Uh, in fact, it's only so when other people talk about it that so I remember I even had those things. No more UCIs, no more dizziness on standing, no more heart palpitations no more thoughts of food at all. Even when normal people who've never had an eating disorder are are just they don't even know until the third day of my program after the withdrawal happens, after the yeast die off, the greatest yeast die off they'll ever have happens. They don't they don't realize how they really were on a roller coaster, a subtle roller coaster. Maybe it's not as violent of a roller coaster as people who who are aware of their eating disorders and binge eating and, and things like that. And also people that don't eat and that are restrictors, some barely even know how much of a restrictor they become because of their thyroid, their subconscious, you know, adjusting to a thyroid that's not working. Uh but the Absolutely. people who are fat restrictors, it's mind blown because the calmness that comes over them is something they've never experienced. But again, I, I was gonna that's say those people for a Yeah.
0: Hold that thought. We want to let everyone know you are listening to A Better World Radio with Mitchell J. Rabin. We are on every Wednesday at 6 p.m. out of New York City. That's Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Time, depending on the season. We're very glad you're joining us. We have Kat James on today, the author of The Truth About Beauty. We are on television as well here in the Big Apple every Monday evening at 7 p.m. We feature shows such as this today with Kat. This past week, for instance, we had a very interesting show on the subject of spiritual capitalism, where I interviewed the the authors of that book of bringing high-minded and big-hearted ethics into the business world so we can literally transform it transform Wall Street, transform money, transform our relationship to money, and of course transformation is the theme of today's show. So if you do not yet receive our newsletter, please go to our website www.abetterworld.tv for our free newsletter. It just comes out about once a week announcing what we will be covering on the respective radio and TV shows. And we are so glad that people are joining us from all over the world, from South Africa and Australia and Germany and France and Canada. It's just a ball to have you all on forming this most important community called The Better World. We're we're warriors in this world, and we're doing what we can to bring this kind of information that Kat is sharing with us today to light so more people can get the benefit of it. So, Kat, so glad you're here. You're sharing such awesome material with our audience, and Thank you. it's uh, really illuminating, and it's it cannot be described as... Um, uh, it's importance cannot be underestimated because no. literally you have been saving lives with this information. And, and what you do on the aspect. retreats, there's a spiritual yeah. aspect, the spiritual there's aspect. a psychological it's aspect. It's so there's huge. There's an emotional aspect. Yeah, We have to yeah. understand it's, it's, that this is an integrated, unified system when it's working properly. And when we have the proper nourishment, both physical and spiritual, uh, our lives change, and they change for the better I believe, and we become I believe, better human absolutely, beings. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And I believe that uh, we are taking, by just ignoring and doing everything except for regaining the function, this basic, they, they don't call it the master hormone for nothing. For nothing.
0: This is a basic, <laughs> right.
1: This, this is a basic function that is supposed to be key. And it is affecting, there are people whose menopause will come earlier and more painfully uh, and who will be having hot flashes and acid reflux and not sleeping well simply don't have their leptin functioning. And these are things they wouldn't have if they just regained. This is three days away in every person to regain this function. And there are several three things involved. Three days
0: away. And how and you that? And that? again, three... you're going to
1: read the scientific literature and it's going to t- say five days And it's happening in three or four days. If people are attending, if they're doing their own only because people selectively hear, selectively read, selectively remember, and tend to kind of put their, insert their own beliefs into the execution of it.
0: And and they will be what I call
1: dietary purgatory.
0: So that when people are on retreat with you, there is no distraction of that sort. There's no selective memory. You are yes. walking people through the, both the educational process, the shopping process, the preparation process, and the understanding of what the foods that you are choosing. The understanding are and also
1: long-term application, long-term application, because the Beautiful. foremost experts around the world who are newbies, all except for. For maybe one of them, who who even said, uh, you know, I said, how come it takes you uh, 14 days to reverse type two? And he said, because I don't have them with me, and captive. Uh, that's the reason that the dietary studies don't get humans don't take kindly to captivity, so they can't get dietary studies, uh, and only they can only have yeah. self-reporting studies. And, that, yes. and i thought the closest thing to uh, captivity, although it's hardly captivity, you know, to be with me in a, in a castle in Scotland where we're going to be later this month. <laughs> it's not captivity. Uh, and you have decadent, incredible food because I wanted the woman that I was is who was in my mind when I decided how to do this. And I have to convince people in the first 24 hours there will never be deprivation. In fact, there's going to be more decadence than you've given yourself uh, with the way that you were eating. But uh, the, the number of days that so I started to funny. see, yeah. the number of days that I started to see that it took for people to have this flip into these symptoms, the same symptoms that happened to me after a year and a half of that trial and error, the, which are the following, a huge, unbelievable, sudden drop in appetite, shocking. And it's shocking to men, it's shocking to women, that all of a sudden they're looking at what they have, mouth-watering as it is, and they can't have another bite, and that's like all of a sudden overnight, the same time at which their rings start to spin, their clothing is suddenly loose because they've just flushed out and they've urinated out a bunch of uh, of water that was associated with the edema, that was associated with inflammation throughout the body, and they can see it immediately in their face, their neck. They don't need their CPAP machines usually. Uh, all of a the sudden, they suddenly don't at the same time. They're not snoring all of a sudden in most cases unless there's some kind of a congenital or physical thing that that led to their apnea in the first place, which is very rare. Uh, yeah. And uh, and all of this, and so then they describe their brain as suddenly being clear of brain fog, and, and there's research on Alzheimer's, there's research on ALS. Look up leptin and any neuroproductive, which is why a neuro. Uh, neurologist in Texas uses my book, buys it. By, the book is just a pre program, though. It doesn't get metabolically challenged people all the way to leptin sensitivity, but it, it will be, mm-hmm. you know, but really good The the retreat for does to, actually. The yeah, context exactly. of the
0: retreat does bring virtually yeah. everybody, isn't it true? Through the. But I, steps, I can't guarantee, day by
1: it, day. but, but it's rare that someone goes home not. Uh, having all of those symptoms. The massive appetite drop-off is generally by day four. My programs used to be seven days. I brought them down to five days because uh, it's just so predictable it happens on day three or four for, for virtually everyone. And the science caught up with me. Rodent studies showed this abrupt drop-off uh, years after I was seeing it in people. And, um, and so it, it's all of the science, which is why this is so hot now, is the science yes. has exploded on this. And uh, admissions have been made that the whole lipid hypothesis for heart disease is a lie, uh, and again and again. So uh, really? even Harvard Isn't and that absolutely, interesting. oh and, and yes, and medical journals are, are even calling it a hoax. And it was uh, brought together by um, uh, the uh, there's a oh, there's you're no, really L-
0: referring to the whole low-fat, no-fat uh, yes. myth. Yes.
1: The Montgomery okay, yes. Committee right. and uh, the yes. fake China study results, all they were – Well, Keith, they say China the same study, thing
0: about the cholesterol these are what story the, as well.
1: Yes, exactly, and, and that's part of the lipid hypothesis. And the largest Framingham study yes. – Framingham was one of the largest, and they lied about the conclusion. So I, I quoted this in my book in 2002, and all of these – you're hearing about all of these now. But in 2002, of course, I had to, in order to get it even published, because I was just a little makeup artist, I had to call it The Truth About Beauty Transform Your Looks and Your Mm. Life from the Inside Out. But there's heavy duty science, and it's not a girly book. It is a great primer (laughs) to the reversal of the brainwash that has to happen. But uh, it's, you know, so let me go back to these symptoms, uh, and that's why I'm symptom focused. The very best hormonal experts. Like doc, the late Dr. John Lowe was the thyroid guy, and you can still take his thyroid symptom quiz on the air. And then some of the better bioidentical hormone people are finally admitting that blood tests and even saliva tests are not as good, and, and basal or the Barnes-Basal Temperature Test for the thyroid, all of these things are rejecting the blood tests because they don't show how tissues are using hormones. So when it comes to hormones, symptoms are the best. And I'm the only one who is just completely empowering people by symptoms and just having them with symptoms know whether they're in what I call the freedom zone or not. And it is freedom mm-hmm. once you're there because there's no more willpower needed. There's no more craving, none. You smell things differently. You, don't, you walk through the food court in the airport on the way home from my program and it doesn't smell at all the same as it did when you were flying through the program. You don't smell things as good. Yeah, and people say it smelled like death and and uh, your taste buds are massively resensitized so that things you did not even like suddenly are luscious to you i never thought of, you know like a, that a buttered garlicky Brussels sprout would be like oh my gosh that's so good um or that a cherry tomato <laughs> that a cherry another. tomato a cherry tomato would taste like candy uh but yeah. anyway that these let me just make sure these symptoms i just wanted these are universal these are experienced by almost everyone at my program, with very few exceptions, uh, before they go home. And that is that appetite drop-off. And then people, everyone uses the word clear with regard to their head. And uh, and we I mentioned that it's a massive neuroprotective, that we need leptin function. It actually grows the cerebral cortex. It heals the dopamine pathways. I didn't even learn that until 2010. And I knew it. That's extraordinary. But I knew it because no one, no one has any of their vices and I mean the people who love their wine and I used to drink quite a bit while I had my eating disorder but people who just nightly wine and love their wine they can't believe it and one person said I went and had my bartender make my favorite drink it was an executive decision to cheat and she said and he made it he gave it to me and I tasted it It didn't taste right and I asked him if he could make it again And, and and it just doesn't do it for you whatever that vice was and you have it it does not do the same thing for you anymore and it's because so you that goes also
0: pathway. for anything regarding sugar, but does yes. it also extend, it obviously extends to yeah. alcohol, which is sugar. Yes.
1: And, does and, it also and extend to the use, yes.
0: it, it extends to, you know, the so-called street yes. drugs as well?
1: Yes, well, yeah, and and our pharma drugs right now have been modeled after street drugs, which is why we have more yes. of a pharma addiction than we ever had a street drug addiction very so true legal it's the prescriptions. same pathways in the brain. Literally the and they totally. they were designed after them. And yep. uh, and so that is astounding what has been what I have observed and I'm making no claims so so I'm gonna make no claims and ask your doctor if you're being treated for any disease. All I can say is doctors are working with this more than ever. They used to listen to my guidelines and say, What are you gonna try and kill yourself? I actually have a guy who had AFib, a, atrial fibrillation, his entire life, whose doctor, believe it or not, is the same doctor that, uh, that Jackie Gleason had, and his doctor oh. is still alive. Jackie, Jackie Gleason's cardiologist is still alive. You can believe it. And uh, he said, you got to get off of this metropolol right now. We just tested you right after he got back in the program, and he goes and and, uh, then come back tomorrow, and we want to read it without the metropolol. Oh, my gosh, it's normal. You know, he hadn't had a normal heart rate his whole adult life. His wife had elevated CA-125, had just gone through, uh, months ago, chemo for ovarian cancer, and ever since the chemo down there, her digestion, her bowels, and uh, a stomach discomfort ever since it stopped literally days after the program. She went, she tested PA-125, and it went down. May, not making any claims, just sharing some observations. Glioblastoma sure. uh, of a one fellow, a husband of a woman who hosted the program, and he did it while we were there, and he was uh, undergoing chemo and was expected to be gone in under a year. Color came back, libido yes. came back, and then... That Christmas goes to a Christmas party, and that where the oncologist is. And this is in Arizona, and uh, Scottsdale. And and uh, his his oncologist turned white. But you're not supposed to be here. And uh, and his glioblastomas had shrunk. He was doing chemo, and eventually they lost him. He continued the chemo. His wife even believes it's because of the chemo. We don't know that, uh, and who knows? Maybe it's all coincidence. Um, if you look at the science, though, and you look at uh, apoptosis and Uh, proliferative cancers and various types of cancers and leptin uh, and the fact that now the very low-carb diets. And this is the thing is, you can't just do one thing or the other. You can't just cut carbs and you can't just, oh, I'm going to have some fat. I heard that radio show with Pat on Mitchell's show, and now I'm going to have some fat on my bagel. I'm going to have some cream cheese on my bagel. You can't just add fat. You have to go... Depending on how metabolically challenged you are, and I start everybody actually very strictly, uh, you have to stop carbs. And you're not completely not eating carbs because you're eating fiber carbs. But the problem is is that people have no idea uh, where tomatoes and almond milk and, and quinoa and and um, even tinctures, alcohol tinctures, and even al- alcohol and flavorings. Even a mm-hmm. chewable vitamin C can stop many people. I've had I've had little things like that for for a month keep someone, and then we finally find that one little protein powder or or uh, you know and 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 beans are just a problem. And and there are you know not don't confuse the word leptin L E P T I N with lectin L E C T I N. Uh, which is, uh, you know, the harmful substance. Leptin is very good, but you want to keep it low. It's just like insulin's very good, but you want to keep it low. That's why the conversation doesn't work, and that's why Big Pharma has made this drug, not has succeeded in making uh, a drug. Uh, but the stories as far as the fitness and the muscle to ratio, because uh, the hormonal effects also free up testosterone in both men and women, bringing back the libido, as I just mentioned. And I had a, a, a trainer, who thought that his client was on steroids, and his client had to fire him after 10 years. And this is a Canadian uh, trainer, Bernard Richardson. We've told his story. He came to the Costa Rica program. He's a fitness model. And first, he would, after he went back, and this is after not working out at all, after working out five to six times a week, and everyone's saying, Man, what have you been doing? Did you already pump up? Because they always pump up before the photo shoot. And mm-hmm. he said no. He said no. And his and his and then his trainer says, "I, I, I we got to talk." So and you're uh, saying that this is all a trainer.
0: function. This is a function yes. of engaging your dietary, your nutritional program that people learn on retreat, and when they learn yes. it and they utilize it, they have the. Uh, fat to lean muscle mass ratio change radically to the extent that workouts become shorter and muscle mass becomes larger. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes.
1: Yeah, and it and it's uh, even if I try to exaggerate, it's kind of hard because it happens. All the stuff happens immediately. Hormonal stuff happens immediately. For example, if someone has a woman is noticing their hair falling out and they become less yes. insensitive again the hair will immediately stop falling off i mean literally and this this can be manipulated the same thing is your hormonal readings and your uh how you experience the monthly cycle and also a return of the monthly, monthly cycle and i had on one program two women's menopause reversed and I, and i'm not i again i would not have quit the most incredible career to be just and i know you know that i'm uh being earnest here uh Mitchell but mm-hmm. It's the the turnaround of all of the all of the symptoms of uh, menopause. In many cases, I've had uh, two women after five years get their period back. Um, and, and what happens
0: with hair loss?
1: And so I've had people who immediately noticed there was nothing in the drain anymore immediately, and a husband. Uh, there's a woman who told her story on my radio show. Uh, Lisa Tul I don't even know if I can pronounce her last name. Tulluma wave and she is on the west coast. And her husband noticed after about two weeks that there were holes between her hair, and she had little peach fuzz growing back. She had dark hair, and I have, and the, you know, I I have experienced even myself um, if I am if I you know pull an all nighter to meet a writing deadline, for example. Uh, this can cause a little bit of an autoimmune reaction, and I will see hair in the drain even the next couple of days. And then I'm just telling you how fast it, it also hormonally messes you up, not the sleep. And sometimes I've done it by choice, even though I never have a. This will bring back deep wave sleep, and it's, it's uh, also an immune modulator. So a lot of hair loss is not just a DHT or dihydrotestosterone related, which is the classic thing. Um, that is shown to be, you know, it's what the prescription drugs target, but it's autoimmunity to DHT. So this is also an immune modulators, which is why food sensitivities, rheumatoid, joint problems that are autoimmune, skin problems that are autoimmune, and hair loss is mostly autoimmune, mostly. Alopecia areata, uh, stress-based, loss of hair, that's going to be massively turned around. In most cases, and I mean, I I just am giving a qualifier here um, because what what tends to interfere with that is tons of prescription drug use, steroid use, uh, too many antibiotics, uh, HCG, hormonal interventions uh, that are not good um and uh, also uh things that interfere with deep wave sleep it's sleep drugs although people get off of their sleep drugs constantly on this 17 uh, year prozac users constantly are getting off with none of the side effects they saw when they tried to get off before or minimal you know maybe like a month of of uh, occasional in and out but just like way easier than the you know trembling and just the horrible things that they can go through when they don't have this basic function on their side.
0: So one of the phrases you use before, and of course it's a fairly popular phrase, but when you use it, it takes on a different kind of hue, and that is the difference between being a sugar-burning machine and a fat-burning machine. We've been yeah. sort of taught that the brain and, of course, the nervous system lives on glucose and water, of course. And uh, and we also know that it has an appetite for fats. Explain, what is it yeah. mainly looking for and how does it operate optimally?
1: Yeah, I just looked at another uh, article that I discussed during a, a radio interview I had on Alzheimer's the other day. And I decided to just look up the latest on Alzheimer's and leptin. And uh, Scientific American, if you search Scientific American and leptin and Alzheimer's, uh, they will say, they will admit that it is a myth, that the brain does not uh, prefer glucose. Uh, that's what it can use when it doesn't have adequate su- supply of ketones. When it the doesn't have enough contrib- fat,
0: it uses it. Re- yeah, its and, default is glucose. Yeah.
1: Not that if you have fat and eat fat and, quote, unquote, have enough fat that it's going primary preferred fuel, which is ketones. That's not the case. Uh, you are only going to use ketones if the brain, when there's a presence of sugars the brain is actually shut off in its left function and the default message to the brain is that you are in a famine. So every time you have a little sip of juice before you go to the gym, you are stopping yourself from burning fat. You are, uh, and, and you're going to actually wind up, uh, if you're a runner or just what someone who constantly exercises, uh, elevating cortisol, still limiting your muscle growth. And, and you work, 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 you can't, and you can't throw protein at muscle and expect it to stick. Uh, this is about uh, free testosterone, not even protein content. We need much less. Even body uh, builders they need more protein than the average person, but they still need much less than they think, much less. And it's harmful and so pro-cancer. And there's where the forks over knives people are correct. Yeah, excess protein does cause cancer, and there is, it does cause acidity, but not fat. None of this is its all rumor. It's all fake, uh, fake news when it comes to any fat <laughs> Uh, claims yeah. that fat causes cancer or that uh fat uh, you know is is the problem or acidosis yeah
0: so so it's not even that and by the way you another interesting feature of what you teach involves calorie counting and the futility of that why don't you comment on that since we're
1: yeah, well, I at mean, as soon as you moment. see that there are studies where people are eating twice as much fat and they're the ones who are losing weight, you have to just drop it, you know. fat uh, Calories ruled my life. Calories rule every food-obsessed person's life. Uh, I don't count calories at all. I can have twice as many, four times as many calories as the woman that I did who was an absolute fat-storing machine because I was eating high-glycemic and body and blood sugar-spiking calories. And uh, mm-hmm. when it, you can't just spike your blood sugar once so a day. So all calories fact, are not declared
0: equal That's what right. you're saying. All and clar- it's, and calories it's the glycemic
1: impact. impact. It's the glycemic impact of yes. the calories. And then people might say, oh, oh and then they have their once a day, they spike their blood sugar, and they need to know that you got to have at least three or four days in a row of not spiking blood sugar uh, at your personal threshold at all. Uh, in order to regain left sensitivity, So this is people think, oh, well, I just tried the birthday cake. You know, I just had a, a couple bites of it. And the thing is, is that would be disgusting for a le- person who hasn't achieved it yet is thinking, oh, how can I live without just having it? Truly, it becomes disgusting. And there are, you know, alternative things. Uh, that are desserts. This is not about giving up desserts or sweets uh, or, or anything like that. But people, I just, uh, for those who want to actually do this all the way, it's not going to happen. 12 hours minimum is what I've found of, of instruction. Uh, people have really amazing um, ability to have uh, blind spots for certain little pieces of inf- information. Yeah. And that's why I have the online, uh, the, my teleprograms, as that I've done for about 10 years and then for 17 years, the retreat that's for visual people or people who with com- compliance issues or people who really feel they, they can't initially get through it because when you, by the time you go home, you are, you have your energy returned to you. And that brings me back to those symptom lists. I was wanting to get through not only the appetite yes. and the clearing of the brain fog, but a yes. quick change in muscle to fat ratio, independent of exercise. Uh, and then, um, um oh uh, clarity, mental clarity. energy, massive, so just add it, the appetite memory. drops the energy the en- and memory, yes, but the, the brain fog goes away, anxiety, calmness, so it's calmness that sets in, so the anxiety is alleviated in almost everybody, and then energy stores at the same time that the appetite drops at the very same time. And and mm. almost nobody leaves without feeling their skin. The skin changes unbelievably fast. The surface of your skin changes so fast. And I had people, you know, at a, like within seven days saying, I don't even have to lift my eyelid up to put my um eyeshadow on, you know, I, where there's a change in thickness of skin and the texture of skin, that hormonal. And that is also... Uh, leptin's function of regulating thyroid and also healing adrenals and, and dopamine pathways. But the adrenals uh, and inflammation and the puffiness um, uh, go and the thyroid function suddenly makes the skin and the fat itself will make this far more supple, but you can see that you're getting more um, circulation and that there's a totally different. And I mean, I've had guys who were dragged to my program by their wives come out of their of the hole you know like they're in there doing work or something saying what's going on i've had i can remember two men just feeling their arms i have had two people whose uh skin tags fell off on the spot and my last program uh in in the midwest uh two people at that program one person said her skin tags were drying up and like like almost crumbling off and that the other person said I had a skin tag fall off. And that's um, as the program evolves by trial and error, uh, it is considered the hardcore uh, even by the professionals and uh, even uh, one of my guests on my show uh, who is – Canada's kind of newbie experts on this said we can get it to happen in the lab, we can't get it to go long term. It was absolutely amazed that I've been doing this personally for twenty seven years and uh that I had other people doing this long term for as long as I've been doing it. And uh that so that is really rare.
0: Yeah. Let's take a look at at uh one of the leading uh causes of death in our society, which is heart disease. Now, mm-hmm. you've been saying a couple of interesting things, sort of marginally. I'd love for you to go right in and speak about cardio issues and how those are healed through leptin sure. awareness sensitivity.
1: Sure. Vegetarians, vegan, vegans need to be particularly careful and look at, uh, look at the heart disease statistics among vegans. There are, again, it's nutrients and hormonal. And there was a, just a recent, if you just search leptin and heart disease, uh, literally about three weeks ago, uh, I had a guest who shared a new study on leptin and heart disease reversal, and I have seen nothing except for solid 100% complete reversal, even after heart attacks. Janet Hunter's story can be searched on the Internet, Janet Hunter Cat James, and doing my regimen her cardiologist, Stephen Sprague, who wrote a, a note saying, <laughs> you had a heart attack in July 2009 and we gave you a drug to reduce the pressure around your heart, pericarditis if I'm saying that correctly, uh, mm-hmm. something similar to that, and for four months didn't work. She had pain literally in the heart area. A week and a half on my program, the edema was flushed out, no more pain. And that was uh, four days before Thanksgiving of 2009. In in January of 2010, she went back and he gave his clean bill of health to her. And this woman was huge, huge. And you can see her before and after pictures again, just searching Janet Hunter on the Internet. Better Nutrition Magazine uh, shared her story. Uh, I spoke with her even just recently, and she said, "You've changed mine and my family's life." Not only that, but her Meniere's disease, dizziness on standing, um, her uh, what she called her alligator neck, the fact that she got sick every year, um, and uh, tons of other. She filled a whole page with bullet points of things that had reversed, and it is never just one thing that reverses. But so she, Clean Bill of Health cardiologist Carlissa James, same thing came to my costa rica program she said she said the prayer before she sees her doctor because he still thinks it was the drugs that he gave her he was like super surprised he's like wow mm-hmm. they're, they're they're working the drugs i gave you and she like saying penance before she goes because she's going to lie to him and say because she's afraid that he's going to get mad at her that she wasn't taking her drugs and but she had an immediate reversal of all symptoms and then now her blood work is just normal And the uh, HDL goes up. HDL doesn't even go up with exercise. That's the myth. Well, if I exercise, I'm going to bring up my HDL. Not after menopause, you're not. And if you do, uh, nurses and everybody like they do with my people are always like, wow, what are you doing? They don't even understand how HDL. Guess what? Saturated fat makes your good cholesterol go up. It's It's as simple as that saturated fat. So and that Framingham study, actually the conclusions were told the opposite of what they really were. 30-year study, those who ate the most cholesterol and fat lived the longest period. Sorry. European studies, that. there's a there's a page in my book that says yeah. uh, letting go of the shedding, the deeper layers of fat phobia. I have a shedding theme for my book. Shedding the deeper layers of fat phobia. And you will see the studies of the elderly homes, the European, they have gotten Cholesterol in the 500 range, 3 to 500 range, and they're the healthiest, longest-lived people. The cholesterol has no correlation, no correlation. But your homocysteine levels, your C-reactive protein, which shows inflammation in the body, that's going to go down. Your triglycerides, they think it's related to fat. It's sugar. You bring down your triglycerides, everybody, and that's what comes down the minute that you do this and that corresponds with the only LDL that causes any problem. LDL is beautiful. LDL is good. It's small particle oxidized LDL, and that corresponds with sugar intake and cheap veg and not even cheap vegetable fats. Vegetable fats, we are not supposed to have, other than coconut oil, anything that requires uh, hexane to extract it and solvents to extract it. And seed, most seed oils, most canola and corn oil, and they require these extractive processes that are unnatural, and it's actually even in the studies of polyunsaturated vegetable oils that have been found to lead to clogged arteries and that How about and that olive fit. oil and olive oil that's cold pressed is great. Olive oil is cold pressed. it's not uh, you can get cold pressed extra virgin olive oil. If you get fake mm-hmm. olive oil, then then there's probably some That's uh, another story.
0: What about yeah. avocado oil?
1: If it's cold pressed, yeah. It's fine. hmm
0: Mm-hmm. So it's the processing itself that causes the yeah. the issues with the oils.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh and yet it's not the animal fat and, and so saturated fat we need it. We need cholesterol for our brains. Uh and we need here's gets into um animal versus vegetable. So vegetable source, vitamin exactly. D doesn't That was work one of the next
0: work. points. Before we go that. it. Doesn't to work that.
1: in the human body. Yeah.
0: Talk about blood pressure, because we're in the cardio domain right now. And how does this diet and approach relate to blood pressure?
1: Bruce Bruce Forbes, United Airlines pilot, contacts me three years ago. Uh, I'm about to lose my job. I don't want to go on the blood pressure-lowering medication. United Airlines fires 30-some pilots every month because they don't keep their blood pressure down. And uh, I said, "Oh, okay. Well, you, you probably won't have it about a week after you start this." And um, and he's like, "Really?" And I said, "Yeah, do this." And and a week later, he says, "I've lost eight pounds." I go, to you? When's your next blood pressure check?" It's all edema. And uh, he, he said, "Tomorrow." And, he, and this sounds like hyperbole. I, I it's, I'm always at a loss at how to not make my results sound like hyperbole. Uh, yes. and And here, and he's sitting in the airport. After, now he's back, there's no more blood pressure issue. And his doctor said that's the lowest reading we've had, you know, in years. And I said, of course it is, because you just lost your edema. So he urinated a bunch, and you, you just urinate. If you've got a lot of swelling, and you will urinate, urinate a lot on, uh, if you do it right, you're going to be urinating by day three and four or five, and you'll keep on, you know, for like a week. And uh, so anyway, and he's sitting there eating what everyone would call the wrong thing, um, you know, at the airport. And one of the supervisors comes by and looks and shakes his head at what Bruce is eating. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: and, uh huh. And 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 he's just laughing. He goes, Yeah, I'm eating you all to the way Do you want to be more to specific about what
0: uh, about what you're reversing?
1: Obviously, 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 eggs and butter are not going to be taboo on this program, but it, it is so. Surely. So the whole point is going beyond that. Uh, you know, yes. how do you do a hot cereal? And I took ten years to develop that recipe and it would be a waste stupid for me to give it right here because people will not do the right thing the rest of the day. My recipes are an entire regimen. Yeah, that's I tell people I in think my program the, that if the family the, is jealous of their cheesecake that they gotta say, Hey, this is gonna make you fat, even though it's making me skinny because I'm a fat burner and you're not. And uh, so because of what you had at the lunch and what you had with your clients and what the kid had at school, and yet lots of kids, even I have a four-year-old coming to this program who even understands all all sorts of rules because his mother's massively transformed and the husband's been transformed, so they're all coming And the four-year-old, of course, will well-behave because there isn't a left insensitive, not well-behaved four-year-old. And that brings me to if you want to get into personality and even spirituality. First,
0: let's get into the whole question of meat and the nutrition that comes from meat, which is so antithetical to the entire vegetarian yeah. and vegan conversation, and in the world in which I live and you live, we are surrounded by people who are virtually anti-meat um, for lots of reasons, some generally uneducated, and of course what's happened to the state of meat in our country is enough to make anyone cry yes. on every yes. level. And there's yet a way of relating to this and understanding human biology from its antiquity that tells us that we are in fact meat eaters. Meat eaters. And I'd love to hear you expound on this a bit. Yeah.
1: Here. First thing I'm going to do is talk about, you know, diet for a small planet and the concept of the environment. And I will say sure. that properly raised meat is good for the environment, whereas the average vegetable, uh, and I was vegetarian for seven years, is is massively destructive to the environment. People have no idea that to create the vegetables you're eating, and certainly if they're eating corn, soy, beans, corn, grain of any kind, and it's not organic. And and even then, it's questionable because there's tilling that's going on, and tilling is the equivalent of like a, a massive earthquake for a whole world uh, that makes the whole growing process go round. The micro and, ecosystem. The, yeah, yeah, it's massive. And uh, if people yep. understand the complexity of plant life, they would really have just as much of a problem. But is a tiger immoral uh, for eating meat? Uh, I don't <laughs> think most people would, would say so. And we are, yeah. We here's the clues. The clues are uh, the populations that were healthy ate meat and dairy products and fermented dairy. And that's another malign thing is dairy. And, yeah, pasteurized dairy and industrialized meat and industrialized vegetables are the enemy. Uh, yeah. No one wrote better about this and is more compelling than 20-year nearly Died from it, vegan Lierre Keith. If people want to get her book, "The Vegetarian Myth," uh, it's a great mm-hmm. audio book. It's very, it's, it's just stunning as far as returning the soil. We are barren. Our soil is barren. Everybody's heard about. There's nothing for sure. vegetables anymore. It actually goes
0: back 1930s,
1: to 1933. The
0: yeah, Department of yeah. uh, right. Agriculture declared none. declared our soil. Back depleted of minerals back that long ago. Only
1: way to bring it back as Alan Savory, who did a TED Talk and was on totally with John Robbins and with uh, the Forks Over Knives and all of that, and he went to Africa mm-hmm. and was really had an awakening because where there was still land, uh, the animals had grazed. The problem is we have them stay in one place, and there must be roaming animals. It's it's responsible management, but roaming animals give us the soil. They give us the topsoil. They give us the the soil ability to retain water, and they ensure future generations of not only uh, eating nutrient-dense food, which is animal food, and it has the right kind of vitamin D. Uh, It has absorbable zinc, which pumpkin seeds do not. It has uh, absorbable tyrosine to keep our dopamine pathways and our brains and our thyroids functioning, which animal products or which vegetable products do not. You can't get the right kind of protein. You say, oh, well, I eat the combination of rice and beans and it's adequate. It's not. You're going to have depletions in all sorts of things, and your B vitamins. No, you can't get enough from spirulina. I thought all of this stuff was true, and so did Lear Keith, who almost died. Yes. And then and we learned that, oh, D, K2 works, but K1 isn't really effective, even though, we, yeah, we can get it in our salads. uh, Explain what those are. Explain what what those are. So vitamin, these are fat-soluble vitamins. And uh, Weston Price, the famous dentist who went around the world to all the healthiest people to see what they were eating, noted that all. Well, he went around to the indigenous
0: people. He went around to the indigenous people people and found that they were the healthiest.
1: Yes, and and they had well-formed teeth. And yes, and and those who had crowded teeth had shorter lifespans. And so, fully formed jaws was an indicator yeah. of longer lifespan and health all vitamin uh, fat soluble vitamin related health and fermented dairy and bone broths uh and animal products and fermented mm-hmm. dairy. and so so this is across the board what does that give you? It gives you the, the vitamin a vitamin D vitamin k in the form okay in the forms that are used by the body, even long chain yeah. fatty acids. Uh, because grass-fed animals have uh, omega-3, and they don't mm-hmm. if they're from the industrialized world. But uh, grass-fed beef is like fish in terms of it. In fact, it has more omega-3 than farm-raised fish, which many people just eat thinking that fish is healthy. And yes. uh, also less of a problem with mercury contamination. But my observation uh, in myself unbelievable my first meet after seven years i felt better for a week and a half after just having some and i to this day i don't know what made me have Is my body just said you better just do this and i was um uh, you know and i'll get into some other i see a calmness come over people and i believe that anxiety is largely uh that that anybody well, it's known that you're going to have bone loss. So if your teeth start not looking good, it's because the bone throughout your entire body, it also can bring on wrinkles because there's not as much of a support system uh, to your body. When your bone starts to degrade, your bone will degrade on a vegan diet and on a vegetarian diet. And uh, Whereas, not like whereas
0: on your diet, what happens with bone and density? And teeth, for that matter, and so, uh, I, mentioned structure, Janet Hunter. I man- structure,
1: I mentioned Janet Hunter, for example. In that same doctor's letter by Stephen Sprague in Texas, uh, where Hunter, uh, Janet Hunter lives. Uh, mm-hmm. he said there was a reversal of her osteopenia. There is always a reversal of bone loss when people become leptin-sensitive because the myth is that we don't use our primary fuel throughout the night. So sugar burners, you're going to use sugar throughout the night. Fat burners, you're going to use fat throughout the night. And the, what what happens in uh, bone loss is that the body will actually use the protein from the bones to keep its blood sugar levels up throughout the night. As soon as you become a fat burner, there's no use of the protein in the bones anymore, and it's protein loss in the bones that you, you're releasing. And density is not as important as flexibility and the protein in the bones. And, uh, and how about, so this is how about reversed.
0: calcium from the bones, though?
1: And and the calcium loss. Without your yeah, without your vitamin K, as soon as, especially in menopause for women, you are going to start immediately losing bone because the calcium gets lost, which is why you need, especially then, your animal-based fat-soluble nutrients, both in fermented dairy or take vitamin K2 for and for. Uh, you must, if you are vegetarian or vegan, be taking the fat-soluble vitamins in their digestible uh, and utilized forms, uh, K2, D2, uh, and and also, you know, your beta carotene is fine, uh, but you're going to have a hard time converting it. So there are all sorts of very good supplements that have these fat-soluble vitamins. And uh, the, the B vitamins, you're not going to get without eating some red meat. Uh, yes, you can get it a little bit in spirulina, but it's not that much. And uh, okay. so you're going to be low in your B12, and you want your good source, uh, your methylcobalamin. You're not going to get that in most of your um, B sources. You're not going to get the fat-soluble benfotiamine, which reverses blood sugar issues. And now look up benfotiamine in Alzheimer's. New study, reversing Alzheimer's, benfotiamine, everybody. Same thing that uh, keeps a diabetic uh, from having their wounds develop, and same thing that stabilizes blood sugar. Uh, it's insane. So,
0: mm. It's remarkable. Where Where could that study be found? Internet,
1: just go, just say recent, you know, just say um, benfotiamine Alzheimer's. I just uh, We'd my radio show. We have to know how shows, to
0: spell it first.
1: B E N is yeah. in uh, Nancy. F F is in Frank. Benfo, and then thiamine, okay. like the B vitamin thiamine without the A. Sure,
0: thiamine. Sure, got it. yep, beautiful.
1: And, uh, it's and that's amazing. brand new. And I, I just put that on the Cat James show. We just talked about that last weekend.
0: And Alzheimer's. That's beautiful. So interesting. Let's take a few minutes here as we're beginning to wind up, Kat, and take a look at something I feel is very important here with the education and communication of all that you're saying. And this is such a rich show and I so appreciate all that you're bringing forward. However, there's also um, a whole area of the actual foods and recipes and the richness of all of that that you're not communicating, and I know why, and it's something that you really do in either your teleconferences or in your uh, retreats, and so people can understand the value of being present with you for five or seven or ten days, and learning how, number one, getting the overall picture of this dietary slash nutritional orientation. Number two, as I understand, and you'll fill us in, that you help people learn how to shop correctly for the proper foods. Three, how to prepare them, and four, something about the eating and the combining and the volume and on and on. Would you walk us through sort of like what goes on at the retreats and why they're so valuable, because from my view, they basically are setting the new rewiring of the brain nervous system to understand this way of eating, which is actually ancient in many ways, that has the benefit of modern science to sort of be its undergirding and your wonderful uh, understanding of symptoms and how to read them.
1: What's interesting is I want people to master uh, the feeling in their body, you know, the sensitivity in their body. Yes. Um, 12 hours minimum just for theory. That doesn't count any kind of recipes or kitchen. It's just 12 hours minimum uh, because there's
0: uh, all sorts of
1: things. Yeah, understanding, and there's a – Effects never talked about in anything else I've seen online or in the new kind of fat burner books or anything. In fact, I see things that are instant deal breakers. Fasting, for example, is an instant deal breaker. Carb cycling is an instant deal breaker. You shouldn't have to fast, and it's counter to having just established a biochemistry that is creating conflict in the brain's perception the minute that you fast you will spontaneously reduce calories because of the appetite drop-off, and that's the only way I believe we were ever supposed to restrict, cal- restrict calories is under leptin sensitivity. It's, it's, the body uh, is not set up uh, to say no to food when food is in front of it. Um, and mm-hmm. so. But anyway, um, 12 hours, and it doesn't feel like class when I do it because uh, it's fascinating, and it's also done – in a sporadic way, interspersed with, you know, excursions, in this case, to, um, you know, famous cheese estates, uh, we're going to taste the first one The next one in Scotland, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh-huh. and and um, so I break it up with incredible things that we're doing, and we're learning immediately. We're experiencing the biochemical switch transition, and people, I set people up in advance so there's theory in advance because if people, this starts happening in people's bodies, they can panic if they don't fully understand what's happening, and then I yes. have it so that they can create their own transition before they even land at the airport. Now, uh, mind you, people who can't afford to do this and don't have the time can just do this by phone at their on their own time, and they just email info at informedbeauty.com, and they will still get the 12-hour curriculum, and that works. And that, in fact, Janet Hunter just did the 12-hour curriculum, and she did it in competition. We did at the Biggest Gainer Contest. That was my answer to the Biggest Loser um, in, um, uh-huh. many years ago, and everybody competed with each other to gain the most health and she was everyone's clear winner because she was super motivated because 22 is her lucky number, and she said, God, sent me to her. So she did everything I absolutely told her, and uh, yes. she just was boom. And uh, But, oh, I don't want to get off track with your well, – oh, yeah, what happens to people. So um, then – What I, happens so and what, starts, what people will get exposed the to in, yes. the, in the retreat. It starts before the program. It starts before yes. they get there because I would rather they be able to – really have it be as reinforcement, et cetera. So they get to, through what I call the austere process, the very strict initial process, because there are about four or five types of change transition that can be uncomfortable. The die off of yeast is one of them. Uh, the fact mm-hmm. that you are going to have about two days where the body doesn't accept the new fuel and is not wanting to let go of its old primary fuel, sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there are things that happen with energy dropout on on about two days in most people. And then there are those who haven't been eating fat, and I will help them uh, to get that that the lipase and, uh, more utilized in the body. Uh, and there are two other, you know, if people are getting off of alcohol and then caffeine is a big conversation because uh, is there, the research is mixed, but in most metabolically challenged people it will give a rise in insulin and it will cut off leptin sensitivity.
0: And uh, mm. that was an,
1: a lesson learned the hard way. So over the years, um, the people that have attended for 17 years have really been uh, people with, uh, based on what I've been doing, my my tweaking and my honing. And so yes. early I tried different things, different tinctures, different coffee substitutes uh one that was uh the the most popular in the world formulated by a dear friend and i had to take it out of the regimen because it was uh it was interfering with the resensitization process Uh, it was Mm -hmm. uncanny and other friends who would come and do homeopathics with the little alcohol tinctures and And uh, even uh, hosted by uh, the first female functional medicine doctor who couldn't get rid of her own hot flashes, and it was something that she Mm. was doing. And I stopped it, and she immediately didn't have hot flashes. And she started her thing again, and they came back, and I said, you you see? Because no one will believe how sensitive and how kind of exquisite this uh, process, this sensitivity is. And so um, they learn that, and they learn the order in which they eat affects things. They learn about mm-hmm. a whole category of foods never discussed that I've given the name called borderline foods. I call them, and these are foods that is free foods, and everybody else's like in the new probably most popular fat burner book. These are just listed as free foods. They're de- deal breaker immediate deal breakers, and I could not take. It's an expensive program to do. You know, like 29.50 to do the program uh, in in a retreat uh and but it's about 600 to do the 12 hour curriculum that one can do at any time and uh and it works well so what i was going to say is janet hunter who had this incredible results had them all before she even saw me uh she came yes. to the program after her transformation just to have these amazing pictures taken uh she was on the cover of better nutrition and, and a big spread inside and, um, and I have, uh, you know, people come after their, trend. they're like sending me these pictures. And this is just from the cell phone. So, so I'm not trying to make more money and have people come to retreats, but I would be silly not to offer uh, because the visual people and then people who just simply have um, issues that where they just don't comply and they know that hey well, if they were ever the going money, to be, quote, the money
0: aside on. is uh, is in some ways very secondary because a lot of people are so suffering and their lives are at stake so that That's not yeah. the real point. The real point yeah. is to be in a context where they are learning face-to-face with you and they have the support of the group and pretty soon actually I'll be joining you in uh, one of the upcoming yeah. retreats as well to do some in of Florida, the yeah. stress management, biofeedback work that I do with people as well. So it's yeah. very interesting when you are i I'm big on groups. I just ran uh, my own retreat just a couple of weeks ago yeah. up in Catskills. We know awesome. how real and that and the emotions of love and compassion and understanding have their own biochemistry that helps to support life changes that become – and getting yourself out this. of
1: out of your usual circumstance and because most exactly. people. They will, even if they do this at home, some people will not give it their 100% uh, going to a place. Not only that, but having people right there who have just gone through it, who have had massive transformations. Is so it incredibly becomes very inspiring. real
0: for people. It becomes and very real, people, and I think that's really yeah. the way to go for most people. Not not everyone, but most people most of the time. Listen, Cat James, yeah. we are out of time, but please give your contact information that you would like people to have in case they're interested in any of sure. what you're doing, including your book.
1: Sure, sure. And also, I want to just offer Mitchell, uh, you, you being kind enough to uh, mention my programs. I want to people mention your name that I'm going to give them a uh, hundred dollars off, uh, and we oh. might be able to arrange a little bit more for them. I do have one helper slot left. Uh, that is discounted. Uh, and so yes. informedbeauty.com is a website, but it's pretty much the same website. I kind of keep it uh, very fluffy. What I do is pretty hardcore. Um, so <laughs> if they want to really reach us directly, info at informedbeauty.com, uh, and an 800 number or a toll-free number is 877 54 Total, if you forget any of that, of course, you can always you can go to Mitchell and he can uh, share that information again. But the dates the upcoming are the 21st of October. We meet at Heathrow Airport in London, and we tour and make our way up through the castles and the cheese estates, et cetera, and uh, up to a castle where we stay in Scotland, and then uh, the West Palm Beach program, December 4th.
0: Wonderful, Cat James. Again, a pleasure. And as I told my audience in our newsletter this week that this is going to become a series with you because this information awesome. is so valuable and your gift to everyone so great. So thanks great. again for Thank joining me today.
1: Awesome, it's my, my pleasure.
0: pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye now. All right, bye. Kat James uh such a gift, such a gift. I love her work and it's obvious what command she has over this material because she first experienced it in her own body, and she's been teaching people for so many years now. She's really got it down and understands biochemistry better than, dare I say, a lot of doctors. Let's just leave it at that. This is Mitchell J. Rabin. Thanks so much for joining. Email me at mjr@abetterworld.net. at I love hearing from you. Thanks again for joining, and I look forward to seeing you all next week.